0: Of the living... Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about Raw, Smackdown Live, Talkin' Smack, 205 Live, NXT. And uh, we are not going to take any questions this week because uh, some of us may have forgotten and some of us would be me. My name is John, and joining me this week as always is... The Chris Brooks to my kid Lycos, Marianne, who just knocked over her camera. Legitimately
1: almost ripped my laptop off of the thing that it was sitting on because I forgot all of these wires are attached to my
0: head. Yes.
1: <laughs> and I lost my mind. She oh, did. Oh, my God. That is. That, oh, Marianne, I am so happy. How are you? I am you? so happy. How's it going? Good. Um, I've almost finished my first full week at my new job.
0: Yes. How's yes. that going?
1: Um, It's going pretty well. Um, I've learned that... Oh, I've already known this. I had this conversation with Ernesto earlier. People that are in homeowners associations are so bratty. Yeah. Like, they're so needy and high maintenance, especially if you're on the board of a homeowners association. Yeah. Like... You want to micromanage people's lives, basically, like you need to feel so important that you need to tell people they can't have their door painted a certain color or something like that. And so I get people that call that are just so rude and (sighs) then vendors that call. I had a man who is a beekeeper, like a bee person come in. He wanted the check after he did a job, like literally five minutes after he finished it. And that's not how it works. It has to go through the board. The board has to sign the check and then give it to the vendor. And he came in. He was like, if I don't have that check by Thursday, I'm taking that fucking bees. Like, I'm taking that fucking wasp nest. I'm putting it back in the unit that it came from. And the manager was like, why are you acting like this? Like, that's so unprofessional. She's like, you're going to take your time, the time that you took to take it out and then take extra time to put it back in again just out of spite. Do you hear yourself? (laughs) Like. (laughs) Wow. But she doesn't take shit from anybody it is great. But uh, that's like I get some really rude people, but then I get really great people. There was one guy that came in that was like he came in right as I was taking a bite of a s'mores bar from Starbucks and it was hella awkward that and the manager he needed had just walked away. And I went back there and I was like, oh, she literally just walked away. I'll go grab her. And he was like, she's running away from me. I know she is.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: he was so funny. And I was like, I was like, no, I'll go grab her. I swear. I'll be right back. I was like, it's real awkward because you walked in right when I was taking a bite of my food. And I came back out and he was like, "Oh, you eat? I eat, too. What a coincidence. Wow. He it turns out he was on the board oh. of one of the associations. And he's a special ed teacher. And he's really fucking awesome. Nice. So I get people that are really cool. But then I get people that are like that are the most high maintenance ridiculous people I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Like, but I've almost made it like a full week and my mom is already like you handled it with two of the managers out of the office and what I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, I still can't sort mail. That's (laughs) like the hardest part of my job is getting the mail and having to sort it to the right departments. I'm like, I, Me trying to use a sharp letter opener that isn't a little knife, which is what I'm used to using, because apparently we live in the 1800s in my house, like the ones with the razors on them. Yeah. Nope. Not my friend. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, there's uh, all of that going on. And then I guess my mom told me today I was like, oh, I'm mentioning this on the podcast, I guess. Um, my dog has figured out how to, uh, he has a lot. You see my dog. He has a lot of dreadlocks on his
0: face. Yes.
1: He's like, he's like a wire haired dog. And so he has really nasty, crunchy beard all the time. And my mom was like, Kiba has figured out how to take his own dreadlocks out by lying on the bench and putting his paw on his beard and pulling on it to get his dreadlocks out. But then he gets them out and then he eats them afterwards. And I was like, our dog is fucking disgusting. <laughs> John's face. That's ladies and gentlemen so
0: fucking gross
1: john's face <laughs> that's so my disgusting. dog is a pig he's mine kind of fine that one's for you dominic
0: i don't know um, how we're gonna recover from that
1: it's uh, it, he's done worse things oh for sure done worse i don't want
0: to know the worst things
1: yeah you, well that's just i figured that out my mom was like oh he's doing that himself. i'm like oh and are we congratulating him for this yeah right seriously Like, he does things out of spite. Like, he'll go and get in trash cans and stuff. Like, if everyone leaves the house and he knows somebody went on a walk and didn't take him, like, he can tell. And then he'll just do things out of spite. It's like he's clever and extremely stupid at the same time, and I don't get it.
0: Strange. But anyways,
1: how how have you been?
0: I've been good. Uh, Going down to L.A. tomorrow. Hang out with um, Yakety Cast cohort ernesto we're gonna see who set... is
1: on the instagram wow report story today oh is he? he told me at work yeah it's a little it's a little uh boomerang of him dancing with a sign
0: oh my god at work.
1: it's like a glittery sign that says what would trinity taylor do
0: I we will both have hope to... we'll win drag race i have to but, yeah. uh go see that
1: it's cute little ernesto um
0: i'm gonna help him set up studio c so notlg will have three separate studios dude which is located on
1: each continent
0: no just two in the area and one one down la way
1: i forgot to mention ernesto was asking me how my job was going and i was like dude i was like it gets really boring sometimes where there's no phone calls but now i finally have a use for all those paperweights i collected when i was like 12 i used to collect paperweights and so now i could actually use them and like you sound like a napoleon dynamite character (laughs)
0: <laughs> He's not And wrong. then I just
1: sent him a picture look at look at one of these. It's a fish inside a fish yo. Oh wow. Yeah, fish, I have a lot of them.
0: Fishception.
1: It's it's bravo. It's I like stuff inside stuff, you might say. But yeah, I was like, yeah, I can use my paperweights for what they're used for. Yeah.
0: I'm also slowly <laughs> realizing right now, I am dangerously unprepared for this podcast.
1: For this episode?
0: So uh, I guess just a little insider information for people listening i usually have a notebook with me that i keep um notes on so you don't say when i <laughs> when i uh am editing the podcast later i will go to the timestamps and i will look at the thing and i'll be like oh okay i'll cut that obscene thing marianne said out yeah i actually do do that from time to time um yeah so, you listen to My
1: Favorite Murder. You know how they always say, Steven cut no, that I out, don't. and he never does?
0: I don't listen to My Favorite Murder. I heard it's very good, though.
1: Oh, yeah. They have their person that will edit stuff, and they'll be like, Steven, cut that out. And then he, they never say they want him out. to cut out, and he never does.
0: Oh, you know what I do have?
1: Last podcast hasn't updated yet. I've been obsessively checking all day.
0: I have um, <laughs> the new official <laughs> NOTLG. I'm going to show you this new NLTLG whiteboard. Is that a whiteboard? So I'm just going to take Dude. notes on this.
1: Yeah, but don't accidentally erase the timestamps later. Cause you know, dry erase.
0: Yeah, I know. I'll just bring it upstairs with me. So, okay, I guess I'm not as underprepared as I thought I would be. So, shall we?
1: We probably should. Yes. Here's
0: the other thing. Um, what was that pay per view we didn't watch? I don't even remember. I don't even remember the name of it. Extreme Rules. Yeah. I asked people. I said. Should I watch Extreme Rules? And I believe no. Dan said you should watch the main event, and I said I caught the tail end of it, and somebody said if you don't care about the rules, you should watch the tag team match, and I heard all about the tag team match, and I went, oh boy, I don't want to watch that. And yeah, I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it. sound tag team match? S- anything. Sounded like a shit show. Well, confirmed b show so let's talk about the confirmed b show monday night raw and yes. we start off the show with marianne's favorite wrestler of all time bray wyatt i wish there was a button to press i have Didn't all you say the you were
1: gonna make a button that was just meh
0: no i have that button um <laughs> but i don't have it loaded into my soundbar right now because i was doing other stuff but uh he says some stuff i don't know Ugh. It's just, uh, I'm kind of on that train with you, to be honest.
1: You should have been on that train forever ago.
0: Well, I like Bray Wyatt. Do you, though?
1: Oh, I told you I met a Bray Wyatt cosplayer. That was pretty funny. He had a strap-on beard on top of his actual beard.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <sighs> yeah. Bray Wyatt cosplayer is, like, the easiest thing to find at Fanime, and it was to the point where so many people are like that already at Fanime that Jaren and I didn't even know whether or not he was actually cosplaying Bray Wyatt. <laughs> fair do i need to make the joke
0: no <laughs> like, no you don't
1: Hawaiian shirt trilby gross beard like yeah and he really was though so thank god we weren't just being horrifically judgmental
0: yes good thing yeah <laughs> so we get roman reigns uh versus bray wyatt and the big dog He's doing some big dog things, and that's pretty much it.
1: I will say it was a nice start to the show energy-wise instead of having like a 50, although Bray's entrance is basically the equivalent of doing 20-minute-long in-ring promo.
0: Yeah, but uh, I agree. It was a little different. It was nice to But not... still, it's Bray. But still, it is Bray Wyatt. Um, so you watched the Hulu one, and I honestly, I'm honestly just starting to think that I should watch the Hulu ones. Feel but it like,
1: cuts out all of the cruiserweight stuff.
0: I feel like, I, I, I mean, uh, I feel like I'd save a lot of time.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. But I, I did you see the John Moxley is a hardcore legend sign?
0: No, I did not.
1: That made my fucking life. <laughs> they showed it, especially like right when the Elias Samson, that was next, right?
0: Oh, no. There were, two seg- it there were two other segments.
1: Sweet. Mention those, please. There's
0: an Enzo and Cass segment. Eh. Then there was a Kurt Angle and Alexa Bliss you just made the list. segment. And she oh, says.
1: This is the one where he absolutely
0: he, factually burns the shit Kurt, out of her. Kurt Angle is shooting on Alexa Bliss's segment. Oh my God.
1: It was hilarious. It
0: was great. Because she suggests, we should do this is your life of me. And he goes, no. Last week was terrible.
1: It was the most terrible in ring promo in the history of ever. <laughs>
0: it was so funny. And he's like, you... I was
1: like, dude.
0: He's like, you have to defend your championship against Nia, Nia. Jax. Okay. So then we had the Elias Samson segment. And How that's... great was
1: it that he started with, Hello, my name is Elias Samson. I was so pissed it was not followed with Wonderwall because and that would have made him the most popular person in that arena.
0: My favorite part was when he said... I saw a leaf on the side of the highway earlier tonight. I was like, what oh, to my Corey, God. Corey
1: was like, as a musician, he should be arrested.
0: Yes. And um, <laughs> Dino comes out.
1: Good old Dino.
0: And um, the Miz shows up, and it's great. Titan
1: he, Tron Miz.
0: Titan Tron Miz. And he says the comeback tour is it's on its way. And I'm excited. And I believe Elias Sampson drops Dean Ambrose.
1: I will say that I finally Dean is anything but indifferent about losing the title or even having the title in the first place. Yeah. Although, as we'll see later, I kind of wish he was more actually mad angry about it instead of just being
0: whatever he is now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get to that.
0: We will indeed get to that. Next, we had a Dean Ambrose Kurt Angle segment where Kurt Angle said, "I need you to leave. You need to get out of the building." Um, this is
1: where I was like, Dean, why are you not pissed off? You need like, to- well, you could, you had so many opportunities to be raging mad, but instead you were just. Ugh.
0: So he says, "Leave the building. Take the night off. I won't have you ruining the comeback tour." To which I, one hundred percent agree. All hail the Miz.
1: Uh, there was people bowing to the Miz again. It was great. Of course, but um, of course. Uh, are you stupid, Kurt? If Dean says okay, I'll leave. Are you? Are you new? Yes. He's not going to. Are you new? Like that's not going to happen. Like,
0: I will actually. Remember, s- they,
1: they they locked him in a room and he escaped.
0: That was the through best. Through
1: the back door. No, it, <laughs> was, through
0: through it was through the ceiling. Ceiling. No, but he
1: said there was a door.
0: Yeah. He's the, like
1: through the door on the other side. The, <laughs> like, the
0: ceiling door.
1: He would have done it through the ceiling too.
0: Um like w- he,
1: he would come through the drain. He would be like the Grinch. Yes. How the Grinch sneaks into houses.
0: I will say after the um after the opening segment, everything else in ring segment was great.
1: Yes. So Are you about Samoa Joe.
0: Oh my god. So Samoa Joe is in the goddamn building. He comes out and he cuts a fiery promo. Basically Dude. saying, I want everything Brock Lesnar has. I want Paul Heyman to be my advocate. I want to have this sweet schedule. All this cool stuff. And then but he we...
1: basically just said, like, is just as annoyed as the rest of us regarding Brock's never being there. Yeah. Which is fucking great.
0: And he says, I'm not afraid of Brock Lesnar, all this other stuff. And then Paul Heyman comes out.
1: Paul Heyman's the best.
0: And Paul Heyman says, you know, I'm just the advocate, as he usually says.
1: He's a brilliant character.
0: Yes. And...
1: Like, he has this really weird way of being both super complimentary and really condescending at the same time. Yes. And it's it's an amazing character trait. And I love it. So... Paul Heyman's the greatest.
0: <laughs> he then that was just great. He try he lays down the law, Brock Lesnar basically, and he goes to leave, and Samoa Joe starts to crowd him, and he this was Samoa hands so uncomfortable, and I loved it where he's basically like, "I need you to go back to Brock and tell him what I did to you here today." I thought
1: they were gonna kiss.
0: <laughs> kiss. <laughs> And he he basically says I need he describes that he's going to choke him out and I want you to go back and tell your boy what I did to you and then he proceeds to Kojita uh, clutch Paul Heyman Paul goes out like a light and people I'm waiting start, for
1: the and then they kissed part
0: <laughs> people people start chanting we want Brock and uh, Samoa Joe picks up the mic and says and so do I and throws it back down and I excellent I was like fuck yes let's go
1: we had talked about this forever ago samoa joe is legitimately the only believable person who could believably beat brock lesnar like the only person
0: um i agree i feel like they were building braun to be that but he got hurt so he was the only He's just other a baby
1: guy. with a beard he looks like a baby <laughs> samoa joe I'm... doesn't look like a baby he looks like one of the trolls from david the gnome
0: <laughs> I, i'm i miss braun
1: brawn
0: there you go
1: i miss you
0: <laughs> so then we had a backstage segment and i was having flashbacks of total nonstop action between kurt angle and samoa joe we got a little face off between them i'm surprised angle didn't headbutt samoa joe and bust him open the hard way there you go kids remember that but um remember when john <laughs> used to watch tna weekly
1: excellent
0: uh Seth freaking Rollins steps in and he goes, "I'm going to get you Samoa Joe." Dude. And there Seth, you go. Seth
1: fight for good. Seth I miss Face Seth Rollins. I loved Face Seth Rollins. He,
0: I do. He fight he fights for good.
1: Fight for good. I missed face face him so much. Dude, Samoa Joe, like I I had written this down. His gimmick is basically, uh well, we'll get to that later. Samoa it'll Joe. It'll make more sense later. Yeah.
0: He's basically but, yeah. Taz, if we really want to get to it right now.
1: Or, no, he's that Simpsons meme where the kid's just shouting, stop, he's already dead. That's Samoa Joe, but at the main event. Of Fair. Rock.
0: All right, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, we yeah. had um, Seamus and Cesaro. You
1: just made the list.
0: Cesaro's on the list, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cesaro Versus is most Heath's, definitely. Heath Slater and Rhino.
1: Dude, um, I wish this was longer. What the fuck?
0: I thought it um, it's uh, I really am loving the tag team work of Seamus and Cesaro. I think it shows who doesn't that they have been. I mean, and we've said this before. It shows that they've been working on being a team, but I feel like more so now I could see a lot of the teamwork. It's the kilts. It,
1: it is the kilts like that isn't even a joke. Kilt Zaro. but I wish it was longer mostly because obviously I love Heath Slater so much and yes. he needs that job.
0: He does need that job. He's got
1: kids. I I saw a guy in the gamer hall at Fanime wearing an I Got Kids shirt. (laughs) And I shouted, it was like, I got kids. I need this job. And he shouted back. He was like, I got kids. And then this table was like, he needs this job. (laughs) Like, everybody got it. And it was very heartwarming. That's amazing. Anyways.
0: <laughs> um I then, wish it was longer. Yeah. We then had a Mustafa Ali.
1: You just made the list. We're
0: just making the list today versus TJP.
1: I'm just gonna copy and paste what I said about the last match and put it in this match. Fair. I wish it was longer.
0: Um but the end. TJP picks up the win and then new nasty Neville attacks TJP and says I... tomorrow night we going to have that match.
1: Fists are going to fly. Um, I finally just realized what new Nasty Neville looks like. He looks like Creature the House Elf from Harry Potter.
0: Oh, my God. He You're does. welcome. Ugh.
1: It's only, only new Nasty Neville. Regular Neville, not so much. New Nasty, new nasty. Neville.
0: Because he's nasty.
1: I just want him to go, filthy mudblood, and <sighs> then it would make me laugh really hard.
0: <laughs> he should do that. That would be great. Uh, we had an old school gold dust promo which is always fun and then after it we had a our truth promo which was uh, i don't know he was like i'm gonna i'm gonna punch you gold dust he didn't say that but he might as well have
1: yeah basically we
0: then had a mickey james uh dana brooks sasha banks segment which was interrupted by alexa bliss you just made the list And Alexa, um, after Sasha leaves, says, you guys, don't you think it's weird that Nia just jumped the line over everybody else and she gets a title shot? And they were like, we ain't falling for this bullshit, Alexa. We're going to go and watch your match ringside because we want to watch Nia beat the shit out of you.
1: My only note was, oh, Dana, I miss you so much. (laughs) I remember I hated her so much. And then she legitimately improved a lot in a very short amount of time. And I'm so proud and happy. And I really like her. And I'm so glad. But, yeah, that was, like, my only note about
0: that. (laughs) Uh, We are at the announcer's table. And we are running down what happens. And Kurt Angle needs to talk to Corey Graves. How fucking
1: professional, Kurt. The camera is on us still. What do you say? Yeah, we're on camera is what really right yeah, now we're, we're on camera.
0: So they try to question um Corey when he gets back on the headphones and Well, he... it's
1: not even the whole thing is going on with them still on camera. Yes. Like standing to the side, and it's so ridiculous. Like you couldn't have waited till later, Kurt. Like it's only acceptable to do that if like
0: the correct thing would have been to have the Kalisto Titus O'Neill match but have Kurt Angle take him away during the match.
1: It it should it reminded me of like when you see really unbalanced relationships like this is how it should have been handled. Um where you shout, "I told you don't interrupt me in my office unless it's an emergency, like you're in labor or you have a deadly stab wound or something like that's how you should be behaving. Kurt angle. What the hell is your problem?
0: Uh, Corey, Corey graves. When questioned about what just happened says Callisto, let's talk about Callisto, which are the words that have been uttered never before in anyone's life.
1: And that's what made it so great. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. and then we get a kind of backstage interview with Kurt Angle who is leaving the arena and as he leaves the arena a hand holds the door open and one Dean Ambrose comes back in
1: are like I, are you new kurt are you fucking new
0: i'm i uh, I'm wondering where this Corey Graves Kurt Angle thing is going,
1: yeah well, that's why I was that's why I wanted you to have seen it like last week or whatever week it was you didn't watch it because I am i I know I'm not the only person that's confused. I think we're meant to be completely confused. Here's what I think but... ha-
0: here's what I think is happening, but I don't really think it's going to happen. I think this is all a Corey Graves plan to somehow become the new GM of Raw. He should be. I agree, but uh we'll see. But I but see here's the thing. He seems to be conniving and I don't want a I don't need bad guy in charge anymore. I don't need it.
1: I didn't even think about that until you mentioned it. And that makes so much sense.
0: So maybe that's what's going on. I don't that know. That would be so
1: shitty because then we wouldn't have Corey on commentary. Yes.
0: So I'm not. Which And
1: he's the best.
0: I agree. So I don't know what's happening with that. That's just a thing I thought about. Um, we had the Kalisto-Titus O'Neal match, which um, opened. <laughs> Imagine
1: with, if I watched that.
0: Which opened with my favorite quote, um, Titus might be crunked. But I'm lit tonight. I did Michael Cole see that that happened in the year 2017.
1: I could just hear Corey's what an asshole just wanting to die.
0: Good, good fucking lord. Uh, somebody won that match. I don't know.
1: Yo, who the fuck cares?
0: Um, Big Cass has now been attacked backstage, and he cannot go. He he's not going to be able to wrestle. And they tell Enzo he needs to find a new partner. But before we get to that tag team match, we have a Miz celebration. And this is I saw the Bear and I said, So the Bear's Dean Ambrose, right? That was the I first knew it wasn't note, the first note I had. Um then the crowd starts to chant you deserve it and the Miz oh becomes the greatest person of all time when he says that yeah. would mean so much more if you didn't chant it at everyone who newly won a championship. Yeah, and I said I saw
1: that and I almost started crying. I was laughing
0: so hard. It was the greatest thing. I was like, God damn, Miz, you're great.
1: So we need to do um Speed emergency work on Ms. Shrine.
0: This yeah, is top priority do.
1: work, man. Um, but his response to that was great. My only note was the Miz Party ain't no party like a Ms. Party because Ms. Parties don't stop.
0: Miz Parties don't stop. Ain't
1: no party like a Ms. Party because Ms. Parties don't stop. But this one totally did. <laughs> but let's pretend like it didn't.
0: Um, nobody got the bear. Uh, they beat up the bear. They. And by they, I mean (laughs) just the Miz.
1: This segment was so great. Then I loved it.
0: A giant gift is is rolled down to ringside, and my only note, which I'm sorry, Marianne, this is going to go way over your head, but um, oh my God, I hope Abdullah the Butcher is in this giant gift. I have a memory. (laughs) So, Abdul the Butcher was a, a wrestler in, like, these, I guess, the late 70s, 80s, and early 90s. Um, he's this giant fat dude who just stabbed people with a fork. You can look him up. You'll was see him. Was he
1: the Swedish chef? No. Or Sinbodi?
0: No. He was much larger. Both of which were aprons. He did not wear an apron. Um, oh, sad. And um, there was this one time where people were mysteriously sending Sting gifts and he opened one of the gifts, and Abdullah the butcher was in there, and he stabbed him in the head with a fork, and it was awesome. And they fought.
1: Uh, that's a good reference, though. Thank I you. knew that that one also was not Dean Ambrose, mostly because I knew the bear. I was like, that's too obvious. Although Goofy Dean, you know, he, yeah, he, he does. He has been known to disappoint lately. But then Maurice looked so happy to see that one gift like excited that i knew that wasn't him either yeah obviously like if you fell for both of them then you're straight dumb one Uh, the first one's understandable but the second one they wouldn't make it that easy
0: i'm just sad abdul the butcher wasn't in there i mean that's just all really uh and then it turned out he was the cameraman all along
1: no wait you forgot what maurice oh Oh,
0: so the giant gift i apologize the miz just starts like beating the shit out of it and like and
1: Maurice is shouting for him to stop yes and he's not stopping and he's going insane and you could tell that that's and she was like it's a grandfather clock because they're timeless like you and i went oh my god and the whole audience went oh and then she just left but my favorite thing was her look at running away yes what the hell was that i don't know she was like waddling because her heels were so high that she couldn't run and she couldn't walk fast. And I just want a never ending gif of just that. And I will post it as my responses for when I don't want to be part of a conversation on Twitter.
0: (laughs) And uh, Dean Ambrose hits the dirty deeds and everybody's happy or something.
1: This, this is the, it it was in Dean standards, not goofy. I'm kind of happy about that. Yeah. Like it could have been way campier. Could have been.
0: Yes. If he was the yeah. bear, it would have been campier.
1: Like, it was more of the old... Yeah, exactly. It was more of the old smart Dean and less of the Scooby-Doo villain Dean. Yeah, agreed. Which is what he's been lately, and that really upsets me.
0: Uh, we then had Gallows and Anderson taking on Enzo Amore and a partner of its choosing, who ended up being The Big Show. And I went, ha, that's nice. That's I mean, that's good use of The Big Show. So The Big Show comes out and then
1: thank god you watch this
0: and then they are uh enzo's kind of insulting him and he tells him he he needs to lighten up and then the big show starts talking in like a a really bad brooklyn accent and i i had no idea what was i just have what is happening that's my note it was
1: so funny (laughs) the the big show that's the big show i like to watch almost like like, where he's scarce, but then when he comes back, he gives something that isn't just classic, very one-dimensional Big Show. yeah. Like, it was it was really entertaining, and they had good chemistry. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the first time Enzo's been legitimately funny in a while. Like, yeah, most of the time he's not funny. But he was actually pretty funny. And I actually really liked how Big Show sold that, that comedy at the beginning when he was pretending like he just wasn't, the, yeah. like, for it. Yeah. He he did a really good job. But then again, big show was on psych, so you can't be shitty and be on psych. Very
0: true. Confirmed.
1: Except the Bella twins were on psych. Were they? Weren't they? They were zombies, weren't they?
0: I have no idea.
1: What were they? They were on a USA show. I just remember and going, Yeah. Mm. But yeah.
0: Um we then had and I don't understand what we have done as a society to deserve the greatness of three alexa bliss segments you just made the list my god what a time to be alive people we had alexa bliss versus naya Jax, and guys i mean alexa's just so smart she's so smart you guys she got disqualified on purpose kept her title it that's was... not smart that's yes, obvious it is. it's so smart
1: that's so obvious. I don't even know why she didn't immediately go to that plan. That would have made her smart.
0: That was probably, as as uh, as someone said three years ago on Monday Night Raw, Raw there's always a plan B. Ugh. I'm very sad, Anyways. and I posted this on Twitter. I'm very sad we did not get an awkward backstage segment with Seth Rollins wishing Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns a quote-unquote happy anniversary
1: i think you said dean ambrose wishing them a happy
0: anniversary no either
1: way any of them
0: actually any of the uh, no it it would have to be dean or it would have to be seth it couldn't be roman
1: yeah because roman doesn't have that type of he's like, not charisma. there right?
0: he's not there but right.
1: what i will say about alexa her character more and more is like if I had to explain – because there's times where this is I, – I do have a point and I'm not getting off track. But there's times where people – well, people in college used to call me the human sorting hat because I did a very good job at figuring out what house people would be in. Okay. In Harry Potter. And there's times where people are like, oh, what kind of person is this This like house and what kind of person is this house? And I'd have to be like – I'd have a hard time kind of explaining because it's it, it really kind of varies, the different qualities and such. But yeah. if a one-word answer to a wrestling fan who did not know what a Slytherin was, a Slytherin is Alexa Bliss. The end.
0: I'm so happy we're in the same house.
1: She's, a, she's ambitious. She's cunning. Like, there's, there's differences with how you take it. She's definitely a Malfoy. Agreed. Which is a, the most compliment you'll ever get from me. My God, considering I have a tiny little pen with a tiny little pop Malfoy.
0: What a what a turnaround you've had on uh, Alexa Bliss.
1: Aren't you lucky that my little plushy Malfoy is across the room and I can't go grab it because it's so cute.
0: Very lucky. (laughs) um we are in the trainer's room and paul Heyman gets a call from brock and brock will be on raw next week
1: y'all better pay me for this phone call
0: yeah basically uh and then we had the main event of samoa joe versus seth rollins i mean it's it was a fine match uh samoa joe comes out on a tap
1: yeah and like i said he's that the simpsons yep stop he's already dead please i beg of you
0: and then we move on to the confirmed day show Smackdown Uh, live here comes the dad Shane here comes the dad Shane the dad Shane the dad Shane he comes down to the ring we have the women of Smackdown live in the ring already
1: I will say I watched this on my TV instead of on my computer a day later I watched it like Pacific Coast time so it had already aired or it wasn't live But everyone on the screen looked orange as fuck. (laughs) Like Carmella was the same color as Becky's hair. But that might not be my TV.
0: We'll never know.
1: That and Um, my TV was like, ah, with Naomi's entrance. (laughs) I couldn't even see her. Like, that's how much my TV freaked out.
0: Oh, yes. Naomi comes out as well. Yeah. Um, And then, I don't know, for some reason, Lana comes out.
1: Well, I identify, first of all, going back, say what you will about Tamina, but I identify so hard with her facial expressions. Like, Tamina's facial expressions are ones I use on the daily. Well, we have
0: the same facial expressions. I mean, speaking of facial expressions, the look that Becky Lynch gives Lana as she comes out to the ring is the most
1: relatable thing.
0: It's one of the greatest things. It was just perfect timing.
1: It was perfect timing and it represented literally everyone's feelings. Yes. <laughs> like I it, Shane was Shane was talking about how he was talking about the history of the money in the bank and he was like, "Well, history is like everyone that has had the money in the bank when they've cashed it in, like they end, they win." And I was like, "Are you forgetting fucking Damien Sandow, you dad piece of dad garbage like
0: you piece of dad garbage
1: <laughs> and then james ellsworth oh my god duh he... oh my god becky wins that mic challenge though with those sick ass burns
0: yeah, like she definitely. was
1: so good
0: she, she knows so what good
1: she was like the only thing like like she was like the only thing you're good at is ripping off your uncle like to Natalia after Natalia had tried to insult Charlotte, yeah. and I was like, girl you yeah, I asked my stepdad when I was watching it I was like, does she not dress like a male figure skater and he was like, oh she one hundred percent does <laughs> like
0: <laughs>
1: but yeah James Ellsworth duh and I think who is it JBL said the funniest fucking thing oh he said that if uh, Carmella won the money in the bank and cashed it in. Then we would have to see James Ellsworth all the time, and yeah. we should downgrade our HGTVs to nanotubes.
0: Oh my god!
1: <laughs> it was so funny. And then Lana came out, like you had said earlier. And my favorite tweet. I think what we should start doing favorite t- like like favorite tweets. I for feel the like shows.
0: didn't we do tweet of the week at one point? We
1: no we um. Or we talked about it. We usually did Corey Graves quote of the week. That's what we did. But we haven't had that as much. um, Mostly because, well, he finally had a segment where he was in the same vicinity as Elias Sampson. But my favorite tweet was Lana's music sounds like a choking saxophone layered over a MIDI sound library falling down an escalator.
0: It sounds like a terrible version of No Way Jose's. Like, it sounds like a very, you know, with the horns at the beginning. It sounds like
1: like it's in reverse.
0: It's it's really bad. It's not good at all. It's
1: it's, it's absolutely terrible.
0: Um, yeah.
1: she doesn't even look like she knows what her gimmick is. Like that's how bad it is.
0: Um, I one hundred percent agree.
1: Also, Dad Shane handled that really well. Like literally, you everyone in the room was laughing. Huh?
0: She he said you haven't earned it, and then. And then Naomi fake laughed really bad. That's probably the worst acting she's ever done. Everyone
1: was actually laughing in the ring, though. Yeah. And then she was like, my favorite thing, though, was, who have you beat? Don't worry. I'll wait.
0: No, her burns were fucking great. She was fucking just killing it.
1: It was so fucking hilarious. Uh, She was like, don't worry. I'll wait. And (laughs) I was, like, dying. And you saw the gif of Charlotte and Becky.
0: Yes. Sipping
1: tea, listening to some shade. Yeah. There was a commercial break right before the six woman tag, and I made a note to say that Kia is now making a car called a Nero. A brother Nero? Hopefully. I will be wanting one. Thank you. <laughs> almost that almost if not better than a Nissan Whelp.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> Kia Nero. I knew you'd come. <laughs> they should. I don't know why they wouldn't have them.
1: Why have I not tweeted that?
0: I don't know. You probably what should. The
1: hell? i will later
0: um so let's see here where are we we have the six women tag team match charlotte naomi and becky lynch versus the uh shittily named welcoming committee
1: i just realized that smackdown has the factual two best female athletes signed to the wwe main roster smackdown has them
0: in naomi and charlotte all right. I, I, there are they're no, always
1: they're always mentioned as being the best athletes all around. Yeah. Constantly, like it's tagged on to whenever people talk about them. Yeah. And they're both on SmackDown, which is great, amazing.
0: Uh, Lana comes out and ruins everything. Ugh. And that's basically what happens. But I I know Marianne really wants to get to the next segment. We see Sh- Dad Shane.
1: <laughs> Can you see it? How big?
0: Oh my God! What does it say? Christ! Oh my God, Mojo! You just made the list. I'm crying from this promo. All right, (laughs) you read it.
1: Can't you see it backwards?
0: Backwards? It wasn't backwards. It's not.
1: I'm showing it, and it's showing it backwards when I'm looking at the screen. But yeah, it says, "Oh my God, Mojo!" I'm crying this promo. Oh my God!
0: All right, so we see the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal statue. Dad Shane walks up to it, and Mojo. But when I
1: saw it, I got real excited. Mojo I knew comes this out, Mojo.
0: and um, I have a question for you. How many of those Mojo hats do you own?
1: None mojo hats, but I want one. I didn't know they sold them.
0: I don't think they do either. It looked like it was custom made.
1: Yes. Um when I was at Fanime, they have those hats with the little um metal like letters that you can customize and you can get those. And Jaron and I were obsessively trying to find anyone that either said mojo or hype on them <laughs> like the whole weekend, because there was a couple booths that had them. I really want one. Like really
0: bad. Yeah.
1: Look at I'm wearing my Tommy End hat.
0: I do, I see that.
1: Excuse me, Alistair Black. Yeah, But yeah, Mojo Rally. I love him so much. We will get to him after SmackDown when I talk about Talking Smack.
0: So Mojo cuts a promo that's like, hey, maybe you forgot about me. Maybe you didn't forget about me. But uh, I beat Jinder Mahal in his first match here. I want to be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. I want to do all this stuff. And um, Shane-, Shane
1: said but so like people are wondering like you and ty dillinger and harper and then i was thinking to myself okay big fucking asshole breakfast is in the money in the bank
0: but yeah
1: fucking ty dillinger and luke harper like
0: D- okay the- two
1: two wrestlers that are much better than big breakfast and also aren't assholes
0: can we please talk about the pop for luke harper's harper's name like it was huge the crowd went crazy i was like wow all right let's do it
1: i love him
0: so mojo gets to face jinder mahal the modern day Maharaja.
1: He looks like a Mortal Kombat character.
0: He gets to face him tonight, and if he beats Jinder Mahal, he gets to be put into the Money in the Bank ladder match. So my question is, wait, is there an open spot that we're just leaving open for some reason?
1: No, because right when I saw that, I went, well, that's not happening.
0: So we then have uh, Dolph Ziggler taking on AJ Styles. And um, I know I said last week I don't watch Dolph Ziggler matches, but I do watch AJ Styles matches.
1: But he wrestled AJ Styles last time, and you said you thought about it, but then said you didn't want to watch Dolph Ziggler matches. So what the hell, John? Explain yourself. All right, so I watched,
0: I watched this one, mainly because I okay. figured AJ Styles is going to win. And let me tell you, uh, the finish for this match was very unique, and I really liked it. Um, AJ rolls up. He doesn't roll up. He gets into a don't know the technical name of the pin so don't uh get all mad everyone um and he he gets into the pin then gets out of the pin and turns it into a styles clash and then it was pretty awesome it was great Um, i
1: was tuning in and out i wasn't actually paying attention to it but since it was on my tv
0: absolutely unique finish i really liked it a lot it was cool then we had the fashion files and oh my god I love the Fashion Files more every week. They should. They need a segment for it every freaking week. Uh, fa- I missed
1: the Law and Order part, though. You know
0: what? Fashion Files.
1: You just made the list.
0: That's how much I love the Fashion Files. That's
1: what's up. That is what's up. Um, uh, My brother was watching with me, like, in and out. He was coming in and out of the room, and I was like, you really need to watch this. I was like, this is legitimately, I don't care who you are. This is funny on every level. My I- only note is oh my god they can spell cologne but they can't read the
0: usos t-shirt no so i have many notes Oh, good so i loved when we get the you know the little crime board thing and it said here's looking at you kid man i really loved that and um, would you see
1: his response on twitter no oh my god he responded
0: kidman did oh my god yeah so um I love when uh I almost said Brizongo but that's a two people put together when fandango comes in and he goes I just came back from I just came back from the boys from the lab and there are no boys and there is no lab <laughs> And then when I saw the New Day, like wa- like they cut awkwardly to the New Day walking in the hallway. I went, what happened? And then they walked up to the door that said the uh, fashion files. And I went, oh, my God, no, this is happening. Everyone pay attention.
1: I knew my brother immediately said, oh, my God, they're going to go into a black and white. And he- they
0: did. It. they walked in and they were black and white. And they were like, we're in black and white. It was...
1: and it was a very subtle race thing yes it was hilarious
0: and i love that they gave them romp i was like oh my god they just gave them romp and <laughs> Tyler and you're not you're supposed to wear it not throw it
1: he threw it twice it was so funny
0: and then and then hey look this looks pretty good i can i can put all my stuff in this
1: look at all the pockets
0: and then they were like, okay, this is, you know, this is great. And then, um, I have a note in here that just says, I love Smackdown life.
1: It was so fucking brilliant. And
0: then when they, they do the thing where they can talk, they can hear each other's inner monologues. So they and they're they stu- just
1: staring at them awkwardly. Like, oh my God. It's like, they're so stupid, but at the same time they could spell things that are fashion related. Like and- they could spell cologne. Yes, which has a G in it, but they don't realize that they're thinking and not speaking.
0: New case rocks. Brilliant. New case rocks. Day one so is good. H. Day one is H. They still need a shirt that is the day one. The day one uh, is shirt, but the H needs to be like in pink sparkly. and like sparkly. Yes,
1: I told you I would get a day one ish shirt and then fa- the fabric paint the H part. I would one hundred percent do that.
0: Day oh one. man. Um, you need to
1: let you guys need to let me know the second those shirts go on sale. Same being said for anything Mojo Rally related I'm, that is not the Bromie shirt.
0: I'm very shocked they haven't. Well, you know what I've noticed? I feel like they're trying to not give the heels shirts. But then again, next up we had speaking of people who are heels that have shirts, we had Jinder Mahal who has a new entrance that I rather enjoy. Someone said that's a
1: Sikh entrance. Oh shit! I'll show myself out. Actually, that was the same person that said the thing
0: about Lana's music. No, I thought the entrance. I okay, not not the Bollywood boys coming out. I thought him coming out just in the spotlight, and as he walks down, that carpet is kind of rolling out on the the, uh, the um, Titantron that's on the floor. The f- yeah, I thought that was great.
1: It, it was a pun. Did you get it?
0: Oh, what did he say? That the. the, the oh.
1: <laughs> Uh, spiff lopez uh she said um that was a seek entrance
0: oh god and
1: then she was like okay i'll show myself out
0: <laughs> fair uh
1: i painfully repeated that terrible pun and oh man we
0: had uh mojo rowley
1: you just made the list
0: um what'd you think of this match marianne
1: mojo Rowley looks like a sweet baby angel of happy perfection i love him um Ginger Mahal looks like a Mortal Kombat character. Yes, he um, does. Then I dubbed this match India versus Palestine. Let's go. Um, <laughs> they're, they're, My stepdad was watching this match with me, and I said beforehand, I'm so sorry. There's going to be lots of girly squealing. And he was like, Their last name is Singh. He was like, That's like the Indian equivalent to the, to the English Smith. Like, that's the most <laughs> creative they could get is giving them the last name Singh. I think that's I was like, yeah. actually
0: their real names.
1: <laughs> Singh is a very generic Indian name, kind of like Nguyen is a very generic Vietnamese name. Whoa, and not even... Not whoa, even
0: let's... Uh...
1: It is! Remember UN? Her last name is Nguyen. Yeah. Have you not seen the, the picture of the yearbook photo where it's all of the seniors graduating and their last name is Nguyen and each one of their pictures says, No, we are not related underneath it as their senior quotes?
0: I have it's not brilliant. seen that.
1: It's brilliant. <laughs> and then I had said, I had tweeted this, but Gender Mahal, people always are talking about. I think somebody posted something really interesting where they were saying how everybody's like, Brock doesn't do steroids and blah, 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 blah. But the second Gender Mahal starts, posting what his his exercise routines and what he's eating and all of these things and everyone's like he's roided out and i'm like no he has the veins of a super saiyan and you need to leave him alone but like that pisses me off because yeah he got real huge real fast but like come on like yeah brock doesn't even look human At least, at least gender looks human. Fair. For now. For now. Um,
0: Gender picks up the juice and Mojo has to find another way into money in the bank. We then had the New Day taking on the colognes and it was the New Day combination of Big E and Xavier Woods.
1: My favorite fucking thing that's been my favorite commentator quote from this is actually from fucking Byron he said the red sea of negativity has been parted and you could hear tom laughing immediately and then he was like what and then he continues laughing
0: oh my god
1: he was like what what uh, where did that come from and byron's like well and he's like like stumbling trying to explain his really terrible like it was just so bad. The red Ugh. sea of negativity has been parted. And I'm like, what do you
0: what do you oh say? man,
1: like Tom lost it. It was so funny.
0: <laughs> um, we then had let's see here. Oh, after the match, the new nasty Usos come out and just lay waste to the new day.
1: Oh, my God. I just put a bunch of LOLs on my notes and I don't even remember why, because the entire thing was so fucking funny.
0: You need to look up, up, down, <laughs> down. What are those? (laughs) That's what it was. Oh my god! Oh my god! That was great. We then had (laughs) so
1: good that in Biggie's bra size. Oh god! (laughs) It was it was so fucking good. It was. Oh my god!
0: We then had a backstage interview with Whittle Sammy Zayn, and he's talking about. He's talking about Shinsuke Nakamura and how he does stuff and things. And then how he
1: talks with his hands.
0: Yes. Do
1: you remember? I I had said this, I think on a previous episode where he's on the um, ride along and he's saying how Cesaro's impression of him is just him like moving his hands around. And he's like, that can't be an impression. And then I watched this promo and I went, but he's right. Yeah. Like Sami Zayn, Like, I don't think he can properly talk without moving his hands. Like, if you if you just, like, tied his hands, he probably wouldn't be able to speak.
0: True. And then Sammy said, you know what? I'm kind of hungry. I'm kind of hungry for a big breakfast.
1: Sammy Zane is a discreet bullying campaign.
0: Be a star, Big Breakfast.
1: No. Fuck you, Big Breakfast. I fucking hate you. I'll hate you more later. I'll get to that. Because I have something nice to say, and that's really... <sighs> really not i'm not looking forward to saying something nice
0: man marion is like pouting real hard right now you guys can't see yeah. her face but she is pouty face right now
1: you should probably screen cap this
0: we then had uh i don't i don't know how to screen cap on this computer
1: what is it an apple yeah can't you just f uh fn and then print screen what fn and then there's the end with a prt sc the top.
0: just screen cap your own screen
1: I can't do that one. Oh. This is why I don't get Apple products. Anyway, also because I like freedom.
0: Uh, <laughs> Naomi is putting the title on the line against Lana at Money in the Bank. Anyway, what
1: the fucking hell?
0: So Lana why? gets her wish.
1: Lana's watch. Lana's gonna get the title, and fucking Charlotte's gonna win the the briefcase and then cash it in and win.
0: Right, that'd be such a waste of everything.
1: I would be so pissed.
0: That'd be very bad.
1: I would be so pissed.
0: Um, we then had the main event for the uh, for the very first time ever in the WWE. If you
1: nice addition, yeah.
0: <laughs> we had uh, Kevin Owens taking on Shinsuke Nakamura. I thought Shinsuke's this match
1: pants look like they're made of fruit roll up.
0: They do. I agree. But um, it's
1: refreshing to see Shinsuke in pants that aren't boot cut fruit roll ups.
0: <laughs> um, thought the match was fine. I enjoyed the follow slam into the barricade. I have not seen that. Um, I don't think ever or in a very long time. That was very creative. Um, Shinsuke gets the win. Are you he, are you not excited?
1: Are you not curious to hear what my positive Baron Corbin thing to say is?
0: Uh, Yes, I am, because Baron Corbin was on commentary. Sami Zayn was supposed to be, but uh, as we stated earlier, uh, bacon and eggs called, and Sami Zayn had to, had to, flipping me off.
1: (laughs) Bacon and eggs called. Yeah, he was Um, hungry
0: for breakfast foods.
1: Every time someone gets beat up, that's what we're going to say. Every time somebody gets attacked backstage, bacon and eggs called.
0: Bacon and eggs called. (laughs) Um. What is your positive Baron Corbin thing to say?
1: Baron Corbin in a beanie. Oh, no. Kind of attractive.
0: (laughs) What? (laughs) Oh, my God. Followed
1: by, oh, no. He has dimples.
0: (laughs) Wait, what is happening? I don't know. What is? Marion is crying. I
1: want my mom. (laughs) Because she's
0: so confused by how attractive Big Breakfast is.
1: Only when he's wearing a hat.
0: My God. And I'm back again. All right. Um, He came
1: out in a beanie, and I was like, oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. And then I wrote at the bottom, kudos to breakfast for not ruining that match. Oh, wait, never mind.
0: Well, what happened was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura won the match. And I don't know if you know, Marianne, uh, Japan is like, I want to say, 10 hours ahead. So technically, it was breakfast time. And Big Breakfast obliged. Nailed it. Again, just nail in all the breakfast references.
1: They serve breakfast at Denny's 24-7.
0: Yeah, well, I don't know what Shinsuke's uh, diet is. Maybe he doesn't like to eat breakfast at night. But then again... He, what if a he, weirdo. I, I know. I was going to say everybody loves that. I'm probably actually going to go do that after we're done with this podcast. Oh, excellent. Good old Jack <laughs> in the box.
1: Bacon and eggs.
0: Bacon and eggs. So 205 Live. Um, Pretty good this week right why we am open I opened the show
1: i hold on all right hold on i had sent you earlier that day oh. a snapchat and i received a text from john within 5 or 10 minutes afterwards and you said i swear if this is snaps of noam dar i will be so upset or something like and that and it wasn't and they weren't but but then... later
0: <laughs> i received a snapchat of one scottish supernova noam dar um you just made the list
1: oh my god he's so adorable so um, i just all of the o's for noam dar hearts on all of my notes throughout this whole page
0: we open the show with noam dar you just made the list i
1: is it just me or is noam dar's gear the only one that has a lot going on visually but the context is never explained
0: the thing you mean the thing on the back of his jacket
1: yeah, and then whatever is always he always it always changes up and always says something different. And I'm like, what is the story with that?
0: I have no idea. But ask him.
1: I don't. You know what? I probably should.
0: Yeah. Why not? Um.
1: He totally vanity searches on Twitter.
0: Such
1: <laughs> a dick. Um. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I could listen to him talk forever. Um. He delivered a Scottish promo Nova. He did, and um, Cedric came out.
0: Cedric Alexander came out, and we. had – My note
1: is. Apparently this is a match. They didn't announce that at the beginning. Um, it just said and well and here is his opponent, but it never said that it was going to be a match opening immediately with a match at the beginning and I was very thrown off.
0: Um so this match, pretty good. I really liked it. It was really good. I thoroughly I, enjoyed it.
1: I I think that's the first time it was a match between Cedric and Noam that you said you liked Noam Dar. No. Now, who was it then?
0: I liked um, the match he had last week as well. I saw it. No, in... no, no,
1: no. It was the first, it was like one of the first 205 lives where you had said during the Cruiserweight Classic that you thought Noam Dar was boring and you didn't see it. Yeah. And then I think he had a match with Cedric Alexander that was really fucking good. And then you were like, I'm on board with this.
0: Yes, that is probably yeah. exactly what happened.
1: Um, Noam did that tiny wave that I sent you. Yeah. And I want that to be a GIF. May well. the gift cards create that, please. There are lots of them that need to be made for 205 Live. I have notes of which ones I want to see. But Tom Phillips briefing Corey on relationships.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: how the tables have turned.
0: Yeah, seriously.
1: Corey was like, Cedric broke up with Alicia. He's perfectly fine. And Corey was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, okay, who's talking to who right now? <laughs> But Corey getting all upset that Cedric compared Alicia to an insect. Oh yeah, when spiders are arachnids, not insects, but butterflies, which Corey called her, are insects. Wow, suck it, Corey Graves. Wow, God,
0: um, springboard sidekick by Cedric. Holy shit! Um, and then there, the, this, oh, it was so good. The finish of this match was great. There, um, that, there was back a, elbow though fuck but there was the kick in the corner by dar and i was like holy fucking shit it sounded like a shotgun went off yeah and then it he uh followed him it, directly into the lumbar check and no uh no so defeat.
1: dude he sold the. the
0: uh, it was very he's good
1: so good like he sold that whole they both did so well like those moves they're such good workers that they look realistic. Like yeah. people, sh- like other wrestlers, like on the main main roster, should be watching that shit because that shit looks real it's
0: when Noam good. Dar
1: takes those moves. Yeah. And did you see he did the Where the Wild Things Are walk again?
0: Yes. Oh, okay. That's what that is.
1: I was like, is there a gift request box that would get me quicker results than shouting into a Tumblr void?
0: <laughs> because
1: I don't want to do that, but I need it. Yeah. Like. It's it's so funny. Like I just want him in a little ma- like his name's Max from Where the Wild Things Are with a yeah. little crown. Oh my god, that would be so cute. Oh, fan art somebody. Yeah,
0: I'm sure somebody would do that.
1: Anybody. Oh my god.
0: Actually, I wonder if I'll the quote I wonder if the quote on the back of his jacket is from Where the Wild Things Are. I don't know what it says, but you never know. I don't know. That would know.
1: be hilarious. Um, that would make him even cuter.
0: Mm. So we then had a match with Mustafa Ali. You just made the list. And uh, some dude whose name I didn't actually.
1: Louis Valley. But side note, uh, Tumblr fucking loves Mustafa Ali like a lot. Good. Like Mustafa Ali and Pete Dunne are like the two most popular wrestlers on Tumblr. <laughs> huh. <laughs> like,
0: there you go. Like,
1: they have such insane fangirls. It's ridiculous. Um, in terms of wrestling... We said you said this at the beginning. I think two oh five live was one hundred percent my choice show for this week. The graps were the You goods. know what? I,
0: I will um I'll second that. The I graps will say two oh five live was the best show this week.
1: That being said, so, Lol Bulak.
0: So Ju Gulak comes out. For the distraction, but Mustafa Ali still wins. But he Gulak is happy because Mustafa Ali won by staying on the ground.
1: Did you saw his face though? Right after Mustafa Ali won, yes, that needs to be a gif. See, I'm telling you, this entire it's. Oh, uh, I love Gulak so much, but I also don't want him to turn into a joke either. <laughs> um. Also, I'm sure there is. This is just just. Gifts all over the place for me. I'm sure there's a gift somewhere on the internet of Gulak doing um, a Flippy Boy move that we could use against him. Probably. I'll 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 ask my sources. Investigate. Yes,
0: um, I will do some Corey Graves digging. And Mustafa Ali does a crazy flying thing. Digging
1: some Corey Graves. On, okay, sorry. <laughs> does,
0: does a uh Mus- Mustafa Ali a crazy flying dive onto Drew Gulak.
1: Gulick was like, you stayed grounded. And my note was, I stayed grounded. Are you proud of me, Drew? (laughs) Because he said he was proud of Mustafa.
0: He was. He was proud of him.
1: Are you proud of me? (laughs) After that was a uh, segment about Swan, to which I completely forgot that Swan was a champion at one point.
0: It was. Yeah, we had that that segment. But then we also had uh, Rich Swan and... Akira Tozawa speaking Japanese to each other. Oh
1: my god! And then
0: Titus O'Neil comes in and he goes, "Yeah, uh, whatever. I don't know."
1: He can't. He can't say Tozawa.
0: And uh, Rich Swan leaves, and we are getting callbacks to Dragon Gate with. Apollo Cruz's best friend Akira Tozawa. I was like, "Oh my god, this is ridiculous." Please tell
1: me that Ricochet is somewhere.
0: <laughs> He's somewhere. I don't know.
1: Actually, please don't don't do that.
0: Um, and he says, "Hey, you'd be good for the Titus brand. Let me know." Um, which I'm fine with this because maybe now. No! Okay. Do you want to know why I'm fine with it?
1: Because they both make hooah noises.
0: No, because we this might mean that we will get the transition of Apollo Crews beca- get, going on 205 Live.
1: Oh, you're right. Yeah. Is he within the weight limit? Oh, I'm sorry. Going back to Enzo saying he's 206. Cedric, so he's in the ring with a
0: heavyweight. Cedric is not. I can guarantee you is not 205 anymore. Breakups like,
1: do things to people.
0: I guarantee he's not 205. I'm confirmed on that. Um. We then had the main event, which was TJP challenging the new nasty Neville for the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. And this the was. The Neville
1: a... level goes to 11?
0: It did. And this match was very good. I really liked it a lot.
1: And neither of them got cheers when they first came out, though. No.
0: It was. It because was... it's
1: two heels, but yes. still.
0: It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the match. Neville ends up winning. And who next? Who next?
1: Did TJ not dab in his entrance?
0: He did not, no.
1: Oh my god. TJ is making his way onto the list slowly. He's not oh my quite god. there. But wow. he's gonna get there.
0: All right. Slow. So
1: speaking of my list, talking smack.
0: Oh, talking smack, I'm sorry, Marianne. We were supposed to talk about talking smack immediately following that, but let's talk let us have you talk about talking smack.
1: Okay. Talking Smack, if you did not watch it, I know you didn't, but if anybody listening did not watch it, you should go watch it. Not because I'm heavily Mojo Raleigh biased, but because it actually was very, very, very good. So it was Renee and Dad Shane and they're um, talking at the beginning and Mojo Rally comes out as their guest. And he thanks Shane basically for the opportunity and all of those things. And my note for that is Mojo Rally is a classy ass motherfucker. Like, he's so classy. Like, Renee asks Mojo how he's feeling after that loss. And Shane was like, what? No, let me answer. Wow, it feels awesome. Losing feels great, Renee. Thanks for asking.
0: <laughs> wow. Dad
1: Shane with the sarcasm on Mojo's behalf. My God. Um, I'm just looking like literally what I wrote down his eyes crinkle when he smiles (laughs) hearts. Um, Mojo (sighs) rally. Contrary to popular belief can, can speak in a volume that is not all
0: caps.
1: (laughs) Um, he is extremely articulate and very smart and extremely classy. And I've said that before. And this two, this, this talking smack, everyone is classy except Lana and their guests were AJ Mojo and Lana. And Lana was the trashiest person. Like, AJ was super classy.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah. Mojo said, there's so many things that he said that were, honestly, they're just really good motivational things that you should hear whenever you're feeling down in general. Like, you don't watch it from a a perspective of wrestling. Watch it in a perspective of when you hear, you said it best, John. Mojo Rally is the... Andrew W.K. of the WWE. I was going to
0: say, watch watch it as if I'm watching Andrew W.K. say something. Exactly. Oh, wait.
1: He says the worst thing that you can do after a loss is to doubt yourself and reevaluate things too much. And he said, for lack of a better way to say it, the worst thing you could do when you lose is lose your mojo after something like that. And he basically says that he needs to hit, like he needs to get hit with losses like he experienced with gender. To keep him from getting complacent and comfortable, he likes staying motivated and reminded as to why he gets there all the time. And Shane was like in complete awe uh-huh. after this. Shane was like, oh, wow. He's like, everything you just said. Was so absolutely impressive, and I need to shake your hand for that. It was it was beautifully said. Is basically what Shane said to Mojo. And Renee brings up whether or not Mojo is uh, gonna kind of take a page from Gender's uh, book so back when you know Gender used to get pushed down all the time, and now yeah. he's like taking the opportunities and gone up. And Mojo was like, no. And then he talks about how there's so many talented people and so many people to look up to that you're surrounded by in the locker room and when you're surrounded by people like that you have to kind of this is this is loosely quoted like um it's um what's the word i'm looking for oh it'll come to me later but it's paraphrased there we go he said um that you have to hang your hat um on what got you there so whenever you feel intimidated by all the other people around you and you're somewhere don't think that you don't deserve it remember what got you there and have that keep you going and that he knows his shortcomings and he works on them, but he also focuses mostly on what got him there in the first place. Yeah. And when he talks about staying hyped, what staying hyped really means is staying motivated and continuing to better yourself and never being, as he said, complacent with where you're at. And that it sucks to lose. It sucks to let people down because he feels like he... he let people down and Shane and such. And he was like, and he, sh- he thanked Shane so many times. He's like, thank you so much for the opportunity. That's all I wanted. Yeah. You know, and I will better myself and I will come back, but I need everyone to know that I will come back, but it will not be as someone else. It will be me bettering the things that I have not done well at. Right. Basically. And it was like, Renee and he left, and Renee and Shane were like, oh my God. Like, they love him. (laughs) Renee was like, he's so refreshing. And Shane was like, yeah, he's a breath of fresh air because he's humble. He doesn't make excuses for his losses. He's polite. He's motivational. And he's kind to people. And he's classy as hell. Like, he he doesn't make excuses for the things that he's come up short with. And he's very articulate with what he says. And he means what he says. And he's genuine. And he's very likable. And they really, he's refreshing to have on the show instead of people that come out and are dramatic and rude and entertainment you know but he comes out and he says these things and it's something that you can apply in a bunch of different situations in life yeah and this is me like rambling but as somebody who suffers with depression and motivational issues that's the type of person where and that's actually him in real life he's like that yeah and that's the type of person that you want to look up to and you want to be around and that's why i love him so much because he's he is such a strong character and a very you wouldn't expect it, but really good role model material. Like I, I really liked it, but he's just so polite and they, they really liked him like a lot. And you know, he's going to go great places because you know how Shane like rewards hard work. Yeah. And he, Shane, is basically a good commish as Renee called him. Yeah. A commish. But there are other, there are other guests like Lana came out and she was just terrible and rude and condescending. And Shane was like, I'm not, he was like, I didn't give you that match. Naomi asked for it. I still don't yeah. think you deserve it. And you don't deserve to be in that match either. You have to earn it and you haven't done it. So as far as I'm concerned, I don't care about you basically, Damn. which is what she deserved to hear. And then AJ came out and AJ was like, oh, yeah, I lost like no excuses and such and such. And he was classy, too. And I was like, what the hell, Lana? Get on that game. What the fuck?
0: Get with it. Yeah,
1: it was a really long. And I think somebody posted on Twitter. They were like, if you are not on the you need to get on my Mojo fan level. And then they posted a gif of Mojo coming up behind Alexa and like blowing a kiss to the camera and it's super funny. Yeah. And she was like, you need to get on this. And I was like, people who hate him, I had said this on Twitter and I had said this to you, Mojo liked it afterwards because Mojo's the best. But I had said people who don't like Mojo rally are just low key jealous of his inexhaustible amounts of optimism and his ability to self-motivate himself constantly with yeah. everything he does. And that is, can igno- that can annoy people. Yeah, that some people are like that, like always on the go, and it gets on people's nerves. And you might have even realized that that's why you don't like somebody. But I personally really, really feed off of that, and that's why I love him so much. And this has been Marianne proclaiming her love for Mojo Rally and not planning on talking about Chuck Taylor later. That's a lie. I totally am. It's great that my two, the two number one and two on my list are one, the most self-deprecating, low self-esteem person on planet Earth, and two, the literal opposite.
0: <laughs> um okay.
1: John doesn't even know how to get back into this.
0: I don't. Um <laughs> I don't even do you should we even talk about NXT?
1: Um, I can just go over basically like anything that kind of important that happened. Basically, Roderick Strong just talks about like he does this this promo thing where he's talking about the um how he let the NXT universe into a part of his life that he wasn't very proud of or something that he was ashamed of that he wanted to keep a secret and they right. accepted him. And I said, Okay, that's nice, but your boots are still shitty. Yeah. Um and then Bobby Roode gloriously appears, gloriously dramatically, gloriously crying into a glorious handkerchief. Um, and he's also apparently gloriously blind to what Roddy's capable of because he doesn't think Roddy's a threat, and I think Roddy is one of the biggest threats visually and wrestling wise but um nikki cross is a batman villain so the usual uh paul Ellering does a promo uh billy Kay versus crazy mary who's changed her name but i don't know her new name but apparently her her thing is that she grew up in the backwoods of kentucky and learned to wrestle by wrestling a goat fair thanks nigel um <laughs> Billy Casey won with a fisherman suplex, by the way, which is kinda cool. All right. Um they uh was oh, here we go. Um it's interesting. I think that is kind of overloaded with crazy women. Is that just me? They that all used of their, to be... their characters.
0: Huh? That that used to be the go-to NXT gimmick just in general. I remember I was watching... I
1: don't like when it. When I
0: first started watching NXT, I just said, is everyone's character that they're crazy? Is that what NXT is?
1: Yeah, because like Asuka's... Cr- like, we have other personality traits, thank you. Yeah. But like Asuka's like crazy and like everybody... That's like all they have. And it's like you're going to run out of things and you can't like... Seriously, like I... I don't yeah. I just I don't like there's like different they're sticking everyone into a different stereotype of crazy and I just don't like it um we're capable of other personalities basically but uh Andrade Cien Almas gets slapped in the face by Taya Trinidad
0: oh that made tape huh
1: yeah and she said I don't like what you've become but he just smirked at here because he is forever tranquilo
0: true um, very true <laughs>
1: it was great um Hideo versus the one and only a one at oni <laughs> he hit three go to sleeps, my note being, Good we get Lord. it that's your move, calm down, bro,
0: three, huh, it. wow, three,
1: yeah, and then Chris hero was a hero, uh I mean, Cassius Ono was an ono, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> right, but and, like so many classic heroes, he faces a confliction, friendships are tested, blah blah blah, and he comes out to basically be like, Hideo, what are you doing? You can't kill a man on li- on t v So he comes out and he's basically conflicted to be like, you need to to stop. And Hideo was like, I'm boring. And then backs up and leaves. And Chris here was like, Wow. See, NXT was stupid.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that was NXT. Um, We don't have questions this week because I forgot about it, apparently. Yeah. Um, I will read to to you my updated top. What do you want? You want top ten?
1: You don't even have to give ten. Are there even ten? I feel like ten is the only one only ones that we could even
0: come up with. What are you talking about? I'm talking about my, my rankings.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you never mind. Okay.
0: Here's my top ten. Just kidding. Neville's at number ten. Elgin But the Neville level goes to eleven. I know. Will Osprey is eleven if you're in case you're wondering.
1: Mm. Uh
0: Neville's ten. Michael Elgin is nine. Trent seven is eight. Hiramu Takahashi is seven. Tetsuya Naito is six. Fred Yehei is five. And Widow Mark Andrews, and he's this high. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Widow Mark Andrews is number four. Tyler Bate is number three. Matthew Riddle is number two, and number one with a gun, the Bruiserweight Pete bruiser Dunn.
1: I love Pete Dunn so much.
0: So there's. I'm so d- happy for him. So if you if you haven't. Been able to tell. I only watch apparently British graps and Japanese graps.
1: My list has nothing to do with that. Okay. The only things that matter are
0: numbers one through four. What are we doing? What's happening?
1: I don't know. I have, did you see on Twitter the other day that person that tweeted to Jim Cornette?
0: No, but I did see Chuck Taylor's tweet today.
1: Yes. He said, the person tweeted, I don't mind Chuck because he himself doesn't take himself seriously. He's never been a top draw in any promotion and doesn't want to be, which I wanted to respond with, that's not true. But because it isn't. Um, and Jim Cornette said, then Chuck Taylor needs to get out of the fucking wrestling business. Someone tell him this for me because I don't know his Twitter. First of all, you're a fucking idiot. And Chuck Taylor's going to pretend he was like, the one time I met him, he was nice to me, but I know that he, that actually. Chuck Taylor has the lowest self-esteem on planet Earth. If you watch Best Friends or Officer and a Gentleman, you will see that. And he posted today um, a note, a screenshot of something he had written as a response to Jim Cornette. And it said, and it kind of broke my heart. And I said the world needs to come together and help Chuck Taylor. But it said, the scariest part of all of this is being so irrelevant to a business that has passed you by decades earlier that the only way you can come close to to even getting a reaction is to attack people on Twitter. That legitimately scares me. What if that happens to me? What if that what if that has already happened to me? Obviously that dude is a bitter old bastard, truth, whose opinion means nothing, but what he possibly represents about my future is frightening shit. I should delete all social media. So he's saying something serious and then he counteracts it at the end with something Dustin. Fair. So uh, Jim Cornette's an asshole.
0: Um yeah, I think we all knew this though.
1: I think every, I think everybody knew that, but you shouldn't be attacking an indie darling like that, especially somebody who already thinks so low of themselves. And he yeah. jokes about not thinking very highly of himself, but he really doesn't like you don't do that unless it's feeding from somewhere really shitty. Yeah. Like I the, the thing uh, depressed people like the best comedians.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: People tell me I'm funny. It's because I'm sad as shit all the time. That's why. Don't fuck with Chuck Taylor is my favorite human being on the planet. I will kill you myself. I think I I think I messaged Chuck Taylor and I was like, "Oh, so you could have just directly asked me to kill him and I'll do it and get away with it." <laughs> and he said, "Cool, thanks."
0: <laughs> cool, thanks.
1: But that's so mean. Like, why would you say that? I don't know. I don't know. It makes me sad. Mm.
0: that is pretty uh shitty that he would say that. on
1: an up note though tim Donce went to a wedding and took a bunch of pictures with a pig he's in a suit taking pictures with a pig and it's great
0: well <laughs> um unedited of an hour and 36 minutes in
1: god damn it fine
0: that's pretty good that's, <laughs> that's unedited good. too so um you got anything else
1: um no i'm going to pwg next weekend
0: Excellent. So, Are you, um, So we should be able to record though, yes? Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I had been watching uh, the Super Strong Style 16, which is Progress's big, it's basically their bola. Um,
1: How great was Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne wrestling each other, dressed as each other?
0: Um, great. That was amazing. <laughs> Especially
1: with Tyler Bate drawing on his knee.
0: Yes. The bear the cutest Ugh. thing so yeah i'm making my way through uh super strong style 16 i might do uh, a little recap of it with uh one courtney rose not sure yet probably is chris brooks in this chris brooks wrestles cck wrestles i think night two i can't remember
1: have you seen him wrestle yet no <laughs> <gasps> i need i you need to report back to me asap i will if he if he, if he cuts somebody and drips lemon juice and their cut though i'm sorry
0: Oh boy. He's
1: done that before, but I think that was in Germany where shit like that's perfectly socially acceptable,
0: but yeah, Chris
1: Brooks is the best.
0: Goddamn. So you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search tornado tag radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP thrice, and you can follow Marianne on Twitter.
1: Sailor moon salt. Sorry. I was yawning.
0: Subscribe to us on iTunes and stitcher. Just search tornado tag radio and uh, give us a five star review on iTunes. That would be great. Could you do that, please?
1: Don't be a douche and try and make it six-star. Nobody likes that person.
0: Wow. Uh, you can also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Shout out to Finally North. They do our music, soundcloud.com slash Finally North or finallynorth.com. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com, buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts, or buy some of our new N-O-T-L-G designs. Uh, We have a shirt that says, we get it. You have a podcast, and I own it now, and it's great, and you should buy one.
1: It's so relatable.
0: It is. Uh, Support TTR and all of the other podcasts. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. A huge shout-out to Chris, Brazilian underscore Fury, on the Twitter. He is our reigning and defending newest Patreon. Um, He's going on, like, um, a Goldberg-like streak right now.
1: What? Or an
0: Oscar-like streak excellent so that's it for us this week join us again next week as we talk about the programs that's what we do here if you hadn't noticed there's only one because <laughs> we
1: spent the first 20 minutes talking about not the programs
0: true there's only one thing left to do so marianne if you will
1: bring that bell thing cool yeah